Plot Mode, round 119. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, joined by the illustrious, the mysterious, the magical Mark the Canardian Carabin. Woohoo! I, I never know what you're going to say when you introduce me, and it's always a, a fun, pleasant surprise, sometimes mysterious, sometimes unhinged goblin energy. I love it. Uh, how you doing? Very, very good, Mark. Um, you're, you're getting ready to go off on a rump. Um, I'm going into Monday. Let's go. You know, let's power through. This is a very odd day. We never have recorded on a Sunday night. So I don't know. Sunday energy is probably different than Monday energy. I don't know. You know, you've always got toddler energy you're recovering from. So who knows? I mean, we'll see how this goes. I've got recovering from toddler three-year-old twin birthday party energy that Finn attended uh, this afternoon. And it, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. My wife was like, cause I like, I get, I can get a little overwhelmed Sometimes if there's a, like a lot of stuff going on, lights and sounds like casinos are a nightmare for me. Uh, so she was like, how can you handle a casino or how can you not handle a casino? And, and you can handle this as like, um, it's, it's a lot right now. <laughs> I was just, I'm kind of just like focusing on like Finn having fun. And that was kind of like, I kind of coasted me through it. But like after a couple hours, it was just like, yeah, I need to get out of here. Like, I need this is uh, yep. this is just yep. There's a lot going on, but and you're always had fun. So that was that's that's what the key takeaway. But you're always teetering on like disaster because like everybody's playing nice, having a good time, and then oh, somebody just got hit in the head with a baseball bat for the pinata, or something goes wrong. Oh, is yeah. it my child or is it somebody else's child? Did my kid do something or did somebody do something to my kid? Is it going to be very awkward with other parents very soon? Yeah. Yeah. The, the pinata, once, once that came out and the baseball bats came out, you're, you're right on. Yeah. There, there was some stuff that was happening. And then near the end, it was like, you know, kids are like just punching balloons and just like letting out some aggression in like not the, it, I described the ball pit or the, the bouncy castle thing is like, Royal rumble waiting to happen. Like just one kid's just going to get a little bit too aggressive and it's just all going to become a bloody human pinball mark. Eventually yeah. you're going to hit a bumper. Yeah. <laughs> one kid was just like ramping up and yeah. just running towards it and <gasps> leaping into the, uh, the bouncy castle thing. And it was yeah. just like, there's other kids in there. You're a torpedo. Something's going to happen. Oh yeah. But, um, hey, they all had fun. Everyone made it out with all their limbs and everything intact. So it was, it was a good time. It was fine. Good deal. Now, you know, I can't promise this podcast will be as as fun as a toddler birthday party, but, you know, we're going to make it happen. But uh, one of the things that we want to talk about first is, and um, this is a, kind of a, a, a common theme across Secret Friends Unite, is we want to be aligned uh, in regards to our support of uh, the entertainment community right now. Things are bad. And the good, only good things coming out of it, yeah, I'm hearing a lot about different other entertainment areas talking to unionize voice actors um i think have a unionize i think there's other areas where they're looking to unionize video games i believe we're getting to that so um and we're seeing the importance of that because your rights what you sign up for your contract i think can change quickly like we're seeing the hollywood community right now so the writers are in day 81 of their strike i believe i, I time is a weird thing yeah. when you listen to it it'll have changed and then day 12 of the actor strike um 
If you like good entertainment and you want to support them, the best thing you can do is continue to talk about this thing. Let people know that they are not forgotten. And also, if you want to, support them because they're going to be financially struggling. And Secret Friends Unite, uh, with our Patreon funds, we decide to put some of that uh, towards the entertainment community uh, organization that is for basically to help them pay bills, do other things to keep them afloat during these hard times. And not even just this time. It's when actors are out of money. Because from what I heard, Mark, you have to make $26,000 minimum a year as an actor to get health care through SAG. Yeah. That's crazy. And I think the number of actors who actually make that much money, because a lot of them are just doing like small deals, it's not there. Act uh, writers, you know, you, you might get lucky and get a, a credit on a show and might get a residual. But I was even laughing. They had a, an actor who's currently the janitor on Abbott Elementary. He got his residual check and he didn't t- say who it was from. It was three cents. Crazy. We're in a crazy time. So, um, folks, every one of our podcasts will be handling this different. And we're leaving that up to the creators to do. But we are aligned on our support. Um, and it'll be handled different ways. So each show will talk about how they're going to manage this. And that's why we want to do this. We want to be aligned, but want to give everyone the ability to do things that, uh, that they feel is the best way to support and still um, do our shows the way we see fit. So it's not as complicated in co-op mode because really video games are kind of one of those weird ones where they're kind of in the middle. But we do know that... Anyone who can unionize, the likelihood that you are going to continue to be paid to do these things that we like and make the games in a healthy way is the right move for it, I think. So with that, I don't know, Mark, anything to add? No, not really. No, that's uh, that's a good way to sum everything up. Um, we basically, our, our last episode of, of Holocron Chronicles was paused because we had a whole thing going out. It was basically like three weeks or three three episodes of like, promotion for a show and it just kind of felt weird so um we we let everything out the, on the last episode just Charlie and i had a very candid conversation um and i think it's a little bit more relevant to that show than it is here but it's great that we were able to make the donation and um and kind of address that on all of our shows so um thank you to our patreon uh, supporters for allowing us to do that and allowing us to do this. And I think that's a great time to jump in and say thank you to our Patreon supporters. Our best bud, Jamie Prinky, BFFs, Sean, Stella, Henry Nias, Missy Merchant, and Andy Milliken. Uh, you guys are the best. You you let us do cool stuff like this and and keep these shows going. And, uh, and your support means everything to us. So thank you so much. Yeah, um, we're obviously not getting rich off this, but this does help pay the bills because we have our next year of hosting and our next year of owning the website covered. So thank you to all that. So it allows us not to worry about how we're going to pay for this and just focus on making really cool content. So very excited to keep doing that. And once again, um, if you want to share with your friends, you're enjoying our content, tell them there's a free trial. Share it with them. They can join at the highest level, enjoy everything we do. Uh, Mark, just let everyone know we are putting out content. And I have to figure out with co-op mode how we're going to do this because we haven't really dropped anything on co-op mode. Uh, or no, we haven't really had any video game related Patreon stuff. But if we do in the future, it'll go there. Um, but um, we just dropped a really cool interview uh, with a Star Trek actor uh, that was done by Kay and Missy. So if you want to see a cool interview with the Star Trek actor that was a Patreon exclusive, that is now free for everyone to enjoy. Um, so hopefully everyone does enjoy that content because that's how we're going to keep doing it. Exactly. 
Um, now, something people may want to just pay us not to do the segment, Mark. I know you may like become a patron and say, stop the segment. And I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll entertain it or not. But that is buy, rent, return. Um, and this week, Mark, because of all the hubbubs, and that's going to be the, the topic of the show is about the future of the console hardware we're going to have. Um, but this week is about just what we've had with console add-ons in the past. And some were good ideas, some were bad ideas. And I picked three that were kind of... I would say oddities for all three of the console holders. So this week uh, for console add-ons, I picked the Game Boy camera slash printer. They weren't the same device, but you kind of wanted, if you got the camera, you want the printer. That's kind of what it is. If you don't, I mean, I'm not sure what you're doing with the camera except looking at your pictures, but you want to share friends. I believe the, the, the printer was, uh, it was stickers, right? That's what it printed out. Yeah. Or was it just pieces of paper? I think you could get both. I think you get regular printer. Okay. Like regular photo printing, but I, I think the I think the stickers were like the big draw, wasn't it? Yeah, print those out, and you could edit and do those fun things with it. It was a different time, kids. This was for the was this just for the did this work with any Game Boy market? Was it just the Game Boy Color? I don't remember. I didn't have one. I think it worked for any Game Boy, straight back okay. to the original brick. Yeah, perfect. So it was like completely backwards compatible. So we love that. Um, was not compatible with the Game and Watch though. So. Don't if you were there, don't like oh, just be be upset about that. Uh, next we have the PS2 network kit. This was an odd one because this essentially was a hard drive peripheral that used the hard drive port. You could stick a hard drive into your PS2, um, and that it also gave you network connectivity. And I believe it was only dial-up at the time. And I believe the only game it supported was Final Fantasy. 11, which was the first Final Fantasy RPG. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it supported anything else, to be honest. <laughs> um, and then lastly, Xbox HD DVD, um, which uh, Schlosser, he, he, he had a joke. He's going to tell us all about this, but he had a good joke about it from uh, Red versus Blue. But this was essentially an external drive when we had the con the the last format wars i believe this is the last official format wars blu-ray on ps ps3 hd dvd xbox just because the contrarian they didn't want to give in to sony they they yeah, obviously they love each other but um this was the format wars and nothing was chosen at the time so you could have bought an external hd dvd drive uh, with probably like 20 movies total that were ever came out for it. So kind of a weird thing. Um, so there we go, Mark. Those are the three. Um, and then definitely tell me if you owned any of these, because um, I would love to hear about it. So uh, what were your picks for Byron Return? I did not own any of these. So these are all things that I had looked at and, and said no. Uh, but I, I have some choices. So my first choice is... The Game Boy Camera slash Printer. That is my buy. And while I wasn't impressed with it back in the day as an addition for the Game Boy that I had, it was just like I didn't really get taking pictures and and in the black and white and printing. You know, it was just kind of a, a weird accessory choice. But now I'd want it for the memes. Like I want it for the joke of like, hey, I went to Disney World and I only took pictures with my Game Boy camera. <laughs> <laughs> or, hey, uh, thanks for inviting me to your wedding. I took all the pictures with my Game Boy camera. Like the photographer, the pho you pissed off the photographer. He only used the Game Boy printer or <laughs> camera. 
right? Like it's that kind of stuff. It's like, hey, do you want to see the slideshow from our vacation? Here it is. Oh yeah, it's all Game Boy camera photos. Oh, even I worse, Mark. That. Imagine if somebody just said, "I'm taking all of my photos." But using only printing them out with a Game Boy printer. <laughs> Game Boy printer. That's it. <laughs> Either way, you're not going to be happy. It's the highest resolution you could see on an dot matrix printer. <laughs> exactly. I want that. So that's a thing. I still have a working Game Boy Color. I that would be fun to to find if I could find like a working vintage oh, one. Be hilarious. Like, I think that'd be a really fun get. Uh, my rent is the Xbox HD DVD drive. And this is going to be kind of a cheat rental because I'm going to break that thing really quickly because the best part about HD DVD, especially especially this one, was that you could make a cheap laser gun with it. Oh, you're uh, taking the laser out? Apart. Yeah, take the laser out and it could actually, it, it got so hot that you could burst a balloon from across a room very quickly so i actually i actually tried to buy one of these after like hddtv um you know bit the bullet and you know blu-ray took over i thought about buying one especially the xbox one because it was fairly cheap compared to like big you know hd dvd players yeah and i couldn't i don't don't even remember how much it sold for originally i can't remember flat out like I, I honestly i can't remember like the price but i remember thinking like that's the cheapest way to get one of these lasers and i kind of want to make a laser and i never did so that's a big regret so i'll return this after i'm done making a laser out of it and having some fun busting some things and like being destructive but um yeah that's it i'm gonna buy that and Is then that the, in the anarchist Network. cookbook mark by the way are you on a watch list that we don't know of <laughs> <laughs> I probably should be if my first choice is like, uh, or my first, my first thought is like, Hey, how can I make that into a laser? Um, or just be just, yeah, destructive. Um, and the PS2 network kit. Yeah. I never, like my brother owned a PS2. We didn't really like online. Wasn't really a thing back then for us. So not a, not super useful for me. So that's, that, that's the pretty instant, easy return. Um, yeah. What wow. about you? They're all winners, Mark, in my book. I don't know about how about you. I mean, these are you know essential uh, key things in feel, the video I feel game like archive. Your for you is going to be very flipped or very different. Uh, you know, yeah, because I'm like I, I don't even know to begin because I I did not own any of these either. Um, and really, I never owned a Game Boy, so I can't even. I, I mean, it would be weird for me to go like, could I just buy a Game Boy camera and printer? I don't own one. Uh, I don't own a Game Boy. I just you know see what I can do with these things. Um, right. and I'll see you next Tuesday. Yay! Uh, um, so, oh my goodness, let's see. You know what? I'm gonna buy the Xbox HD DVD player because it does feel like. It would be an oddity and it just even like those guys who do those like those tech comparisons just to see like Blu-ray versus HDV because I know HDVD had like it was like it was like the Betamax versus the VHS because it had apparently had better features and better all these other things that did so much better than Blu-ray. But it all came down to who actually supported what, which studios and things like, obviously Sony had its own studio and it was, that was more of it. So it was, once again, it's like, I don't think the format was with Blu-ray was better, but HDVD had that, but they just could not get momentum against the brand. So it'd be kind of cool. And I did look on Amazon, Mark, you can still buy brand new HD DVDs. You could buy, um, 
Oh, we got some interesting ones here. Um, you get the Sopranos season six, part two, and that's the only thing they list. So you would have half of a season six, the Sopranos. Um, apparently <laughs> the, the closer, which is a USA TV series with Kira Sedgwick. You can get all seven seasons that for $85 mark. Come on. I mean, I mean, Hey, um, and then you can get, um, Oh, what's another one? Simply stretch chair dancing fitness for fourteen thirty eight. Is that the first one? Um, it's a series, and you're just getting okay. simply stretch. I don't know if there's okay. like a a complexly stretch, but right. Right. you know, that's, good to know it's there. If you're going to um, stretch. That's the way to start. Eh, simply, yeah. I mean, if you don't, if you do it wrong, Mark, I mean, you're out for three weeks. So you know. So yes, that would be the fun part, just to see, you know, because I do own a, a uh, I bought a Xbox 360 just to play some of the old school Xbox games. So I would definitely be in the market for this because I don't own any of the other ones, like I said. Um, so I could do that. So that's my buy, my rent. Wow, it's got to be the Game Boy uh, camera printer. And Mark, I'm hoping I could take like my um, new. Um, well, I'm gonna update. Completely gave up on the Ambernick system, which Charlie's Gremlins took it, apparently. I don't know. So I ended up ordering the um, Ambernick. It's like a widescreen one, or it's like it looks like almost like a uh, and like a SNES controller sideways. Yeah. But it has sticks. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how that one goes. But I'm thinking, could I find a way to hook that up to the camera, Mark? Uh, no. Ah, no, because the, the, the Game Boy cartridge adapter with the USB dongle. Mm. Oh man, could, could, you, like that could we do like an Apple style, like 80, 85 dongles, and eventually I'll be able to do it? You could probably hook, hook it up to the like the analog pocket, though. Oh, that's right. Do some research to see if that okay. worked. Okay, we'll see. We get this going because because I mean, that's, that's a hardware emulation. And if anything, just having it because then looking cool, you know, like I and maybe you could get that printer just to, like I said, to print, like get a weird connection and just print out your your modern photos and your other 85 megapixels and get a uh, 16 kilobyte photo out of it would be would be impressive. Um, yeah. And there was even like a photo editor where you could add like stickers and stamps on it, too. So it, it wasn't like they looked bad enough already, but you could make them look even worse, which is great. I love that. Um, yeah. yeah, so it'd be my rent. I'd try it out, see if I could hack it, and then I'd, you know, I'd, I'd just rent it. So I'd give it to you, Mark. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the PS2 network kit, <laughs> this has like no use outside of one game. Um, didn't even know uh, that you could do this. I think it, there was only one game you'd actually use the network connection to as well. And then it was, it, it was, it was a, a 40 gigabyte. Uh, capacity hardware was the hard, highest they could go. They had DRM up the nose, and it was just like, what was the point of this, Mark? Yeah. I mean, PlayStation launched without it. Xbox launched with an Ethernet connection. You can just tell at that point, it's like, oh yeah, what, somebody's doing their thing, somebody's not. And at that point, it was the GameCube? Right? Yeah. Was that the same? Yeah. The GameCube have an adapter? They did. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know it what they did for. Um, oh, shoot. What was that for? Was there like a fantasy star like online or something? Was, yeah. Fantasy star might have been it. Actually. Okay. That's a, that's a good Isn't that so weird? Because <laughs> Dreamcast was in the same boat because Dreamcast had fantasy star and they had a uh, Ethernet. I think you could get Ethernet or dial up for the Dreamcast connection. Sega net. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so there you go. Uh, you know, so, you know, we weren't, 
great at this because, you know, we just didn't have any of these. So, um, you know, but they were good picks nonetheless. Um, I didn't have like a DDR pad or something like that, which would have been fun too. Um, but we had Sloss Ritter uh, from our Patreon group um, in Discord. He said, buy PS2 Network, though. It would have been more developed for it was integrated from the start. Agree. Uh, rent mm-hmm. Game Boy Camera. Uh, this was our camera phone at home, kids. Yep, you got a camera phone at home. <laughs> Very true. Uh, and the returns HHDDVVDDBVD. This is an old joke from Red vs. Blue. He actually put the clip in the Discord I watched, and it's very funny. Red vs. Blue. Yeah. Man, talk about the old days. Red vs. Blue. Oh, man. So good. Yeah. So good. Absolutely. Well, thank you, folks. And if you have any suggestions you'd like us to do for Byron Return, please let us know on Twitter, Discord, Threads, Instagram, uh, Blue Sky. Oh, no, Mark, on X. On X, right? That's the new social media that's replacing Twitter. Makes total sense. Because the Greek letter X stands for Twitter. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Aristotle. (laughs) I... He, I, I, yeah, you know what? I'm not even going to get into an Elon <laughs> Musk. Gonna no, I'm going to you come up with I'm anything just, that would be. I like, am. I yeah. Just, just, yeah, it just hurts. It hurts. It's yeah, it makes a lot of sense, folks. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, you know, stay stay away from social media if you can, because at this point, who knows? Who knows what we'll be doing in a couple of weeks? Um, so let's get into what we've been gaming. So I'll be honest, I've not been gaming a lot except for one game and our game I played. So Mark, what about yourself? Uh, I have been playing a little bit. I've been trying to get more into the new season of Fortnite, so um, been dabbling in that a little bit. But you know, I, I didn't really put that in the show notes because I always play Fortnite, right? But I, I had it in a bit for this season. What are they up to? I because I'm totally out of the loop. I know they had Transformers. They are doing some weird modes and games within Fortnite too. Is there anything like, like, is this a good time to jump into Fortnite? It's it's never a bad time to jump into Fortnite to be honest. Like there's always going to be a jumping in point. So there, but then there's they're always adding more stuff. Um, yeah, they are really trying to make it more of a game development platform. So you're seeing some really cool stuff pop up in alternate modes, whether it's like different, like you know, only up. I think is a new game that's like oh, yeah. kind of so they have that kind of mode in there. Um, you know, people are always coming up with different things, but like even just the base game if you wanted to jump into like you know the the battle royale mode um it's a good time to jump in there's like i find the new maps really diverse there's you know a snow part there's a jungle part there's a beach there's this there's that um so it's i i really like how they've developed the new map i did find last it like it was kind of getting a little stagnant um, so there's there's a decent amount of diversity from like a big kind of like neo tokyo city to like you know, just a bunch of biodiversity. Um, there's rideable dinosaurs now, which is awesome. And like you said, transformers. So you can rock as Optimus prime and then Bumblebee. And there's a couple of other people, but they're not coming till October or November or something like that. So it's weird. They've announced that they're coming into the game, but they haven't put them in. Um, right now all the Marvel characters are cycling back through. So it's really cool to see, everyone from like Thanos to like some of the comic characters that haven't been in movies yet, like Psylocke and those kind of like, um, or like she's been in movies, but like, you know, not as prominently. MC Any movie. Kind of stuff. <laughs> that um, was- yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool. Like uh, even the Spider-Man zero suits making its, its return. So like, there's always, 
there's always something going on in Fortnite, but um, I was happy to finally get my umbrella for this season. So the if you get a victory royale, you're the last one standing. You get a special umbrella. This season, it's all bananas making the form of an umbrella, like from the, uh, kind of fanned out. So it's a, okay, it's a I, one. What, what the um, I, okay, Mario? I I'm a noob. What what is the umbrella for? Is it it's the, the paraglider, umbrella right? Is uh, is the glider? Yeah, oh, that's, it is. That's oh, what you okay. Need to, to glide down. Yep. Okay. So as you jump off the bus. Uh, as you lower yourself, you glide down eventually. And some, some of the gliders are, are wild and, and, um, you know, the millennium Falcon can fly you down. Uh, but the, the victory umbrellas are like, there's a different one every single season. I've had them all since, I don't know, season chapter one, season two or three or something like that. Um, but yeah, I hadn't had this one because I haven't been playing. So I finally like logged in. I was like, okay, let's make this a thing. So um, so I did. That was fun. Um, the other thing I've been really playing, and I, I like I said before we started recording, I downloaded Pikmin 4. Haven't had a chance to jump in yet. That's going to be like my vacation game after the beach, after all that kind of stuff. Pikmin 4 on the deck, and it's going to be a good time. Um, but the thing I have been playing is ridiculous fishing. I know this came out a while ago, but it just dropped on Apple Arcade for um, for free. If you're an Apple Arcade subscriber, no in-app purchases or anything like that. It's a fun, weird, goofy kind of mobile game that you can just kind of jump in for one session, or you can sit down for an hour and really try to beat some records and, and you know improve. Um, basically, if you're watching the video version, that's it right there. You this old man on a boat. And uh, you're dropping your fishing lure into the water. There's a couple of different stages of this game. The first one, when you drop it in, you're trying to avoid the fish. And it's all tilt controls. Avoid the fish at all costs. Because as soon as you hit a fish, that's when your lure starts, starts to go back up. On the way up, you're doing the exact opposite. You want to hit as many fish as possible. Get as many fish on your, uh, on your hook as possible. Because when they go into the air... That's your time to shine. That's when you pull out your gun and start shooting the fish <laughs> in the air. Because of course, of course you do. This game must have been made in America. Uh, so that's, wait, that's, wait. That's, there are no backwoods Canadians who ain't shooting fish. Come on, Mark. You know that. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Uh, yeah. So you shoot the fish in the air. They explode, and you get money from however many fish that you catch and uh, and explode in the air um there are fish like jellyfish that if you shoot them they take money away so you have to be careful but you also want to catch those at least once because you're trying to fill up your like fishopedia entry list or whatever it's called and uh, and collect every different kind of fish there's different fishing zones so you can go um you know, to different places around the seas and there's different fish in each place. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Just like the name says, and it's, it's very fun. I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's mindless. And, uh, you keep getting upgrades. The more money you get, the more upgrades you can unlock. So I just unlocked and I haven't played it because when you go further down, you start to get into the depths and then you can't see. So you're going to run into a fish pretty quickly. Uh, I just got a lantern. So I think I'm going to be able to see in the depths. And that's the last I played of it uh, this afternoon or this evening. So I can't wait to go use my lantern. One of the upgrades I did very much enjoy was um, a chainsaw. 
which is pretty obvious if you're going fishing you should bring a chainsaw to attach to your fishing line that even oh okay so you can be a, a fence so you can like hit them on the way down mm-hmm. ah, yeah okay makes there's sense. a big because one of the problems right like so because it's all randomized so sometimes like there's just no way to go to avoid a fish there's you really can't you know, so so you have to kind of cut through the fish, and you still get the money for that, which is neat. Wow. But as you can kind of cut through the fish to keep going further into the depths. So, uh, and you do run out of gas; it's not just infinite. So, like you can, on one trip, you can run out of gas for your chainsaw. So you just can't keep going down and mm-hmm. down and down with the chainsaw. You do run out of gas, so you have to use it sparingly. But it's a very cool upgrade. Uh, you can upgrade your weapons as well, from a pistol to a ch- uh, a shotgun to an Uzi. And just keep going. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. If you have Apple Arcade, get it. If you don't, find it on on something else uh, or, or a way to download it. Because um, it is it is ridiculous. It's so much fun. It's it's one of those just really really solid mobile games. And I love that Apple Arcade picks up and gets rid of any kind of like payment system. Uh, you know, in-app purchases, all that kind of stuff. That's what I love about Apple, Apple Arcade is they strip all that stuff out and just give you the most fun, focused, and ridiculous yeah. kind of games that you can get. So uh, another big win in my my books for Apple Arcade. That's awesome. And I'm assuming you use touch controls when you're shooting the fish. Correct. Okay, yeah. cool. Touch controls, you touch the, contr- uh, the screen as well for the chainsaw going down. Oh, Everything okay. else is just kind of tit- tilt. Um, which is one thing. So a lot of these games I really like Apple Arcade has been doing a great job of stuff with like controller support, like the Ninja Turtle game and that kind of stuff. So I've been able to jump from my TV to my iPad, to my phone, whatever. I have yet to test this on anything but my phone. So I'm going to have to try that on like a TV, my iPad, see how it translates there. See if it works with the controller, how the controller versus touchscreen or, or tilt kind of feels. Um, so there's still a little bit more ex- experimentation that, that I want, but like as a, a phone game and I don't play like a ton of like phone phone games. Usually when I'm looking, it's like, okay, I can try this on my phone, but like, let's get a bigger screen. Let's get a better yeah. experience, uh, with a controller. Usually, um, this is like a phone ass phone game. You know, it's like, it's, it's just perfect for like, let's, let's pick up and play for a couple of minutes while you're bored waiting in line somewhere or doing something or just kind of like in between whatever. Um, like I was waiting for Pikmin to download and I was playing that and then Pikmin didn't really finish downloading. So I haven't played that yet and it's driving me crazy, but um, yeah, so it's, it's fun, man. It's, it's good. It's ridiculous. Go check it out if you can. Um, this indeed Mark. That's about it. I've been, again, there's just playing like retro stuff still on, um, I'm, you know, still picking through Pokemon on the, the RG 35. Um, but that's, that's like the only real new thing I've been, I've been grasping. I can't wait till next time when I can talk about Pikmin but right now. I want to hear about Exoprimal. Yes. Okay. So here we go. Mark, just an update though. I, I was doing some research while you, you were telling me about this awesome fishing game. Um, the PS2 network adapter is available uh, for 2370 on Amazon. Um, oh. And I love the fact that they have it and there's a cover 
that says do not connect phone line to the Ethernet port because people were not aware of Ethernet cables back in the day. It was like, don't do this. <laughs> I love it. Wow. I love it. Yes. Uh-huh. The bad old days. Oh, well, moving on to what I've been playing. Exoprimal. So, yes, I gave this a try. This is a uh, new Capcom game that uh, is out on all the major consoles. $70 release. But more importantly, it's also on Game Pass. Day and date. I love day and dates because it's awesome because it's essentially a, a rental service to see if you like this game that's new. Um, this game is the game where it's essentially people thought this was going to be a Dino Crisis remake when they first saw this because that's what Capcom does. They remake their games and they relaunch it. But this is the crazy game that takes place in the future where you've got portals dropping down dinosaurs, Velociraptors, T-Rexes, Triceratops. Uh, pterodons i don't know there's probably other crazy like made up dinosaurs too i did not get that far um the uh it's kind of over the top and wacky with the people and the characters but it's it's a beautiful game it's definitely feels next gen in regards to presentation things like that um but it's weird japanese so that's the best way to put it because it's like they don't even try to explain why there are dinosaurs dropping from portals of the sky. And I love the fact that they get their sense of humor because they show the forecast. Like, you think the weather forecast? It's a dinosaur forecast, Mark. <laughs> it's like cloudy with the chance of T-Rexes. <laughs> it's, uh, I like that kind of goofiness. That's pretty it is. It is. It's it's very goofy. The characters, um, the cast of characters in the game are kind of fun and goofy. Uh, you got like this sec- way too sexy robot like assistant who is around. I'm like, why is she so sexy? That's not needed, but she is. Uh, you know, you got a vi- fiery redheaded lady. You got like the the way too chill uh, guy. Then you've got you know some spicy other people, and um, that's just kind of the framework of just trying to give this game a very loose story, if anything at all. There really is no solo campaign. There is a it's all um, multiplayer. Um, there is it's it's there's PVE with some PVP elements. The best way to put it is there's a mode in Destiny called Gambit, which right. I don't know if you're playing it, Mark, um, where it basically yep. starts off PVE. And then at the end of the match, it's like, oh, you got to fight the other team now, which is sucks because they're probably better than I am. And man, this is going to suck. Oh, well, there's a little bit of that where you ultimately like the, the what I played was you pick your mech and that's kind of cool. You get this mech suit. It's kind of like Anthem F actually the size of the mech suit um it's a, it's like but it's overwatch as well so it's like overwatch where you have different class types like a tank uh support all those things and uh there are many different variety. i think there's 11 different individual um suits you can be in their class mm-hmm. and there's like four classes it's very similar to that you pick the one you want to start and you can swap out it's very easy to do um you can upgrade them you can uh, customize your main character because you can go in and out of the suits. You get to see yourself on occasion. And it's it's very much, if you don't have friends to play with, it's it's um, randoms, which is fine because I played it last night with randoms. And it was fun. I, I had a good time. Nobody was like, I, I had everything turned off, so I wasn't listening to anyone talk, yell at me saying, Oxtra, move up and get better. Um, but it was fun. And the gameplay seemed very um, intriguing. Um but that's just not me. It's not a game I want to play. But other people who like uh, maybe are, are want to cut in the ground floor of a game like this, I think it's a great game to try out. I think it's low stakes in the mode that I was playing with, and I couldn't get to the next level for some reason. Um, you're essentially um, trying to, and the Overwatch is this mode where it's basically a box 
a special box and you it moves slowly and you have to protect it and along the way you're fighting dinosaurs to keep this box moving and uh, you can actually ride in the box if you want but you don't have to and when you finally get to the end that's where the other team shows up and you know, that's where it all goes. To me, that's where I lost. I didn't enjoy it at that point. I just wanted to keep shooting dinosaurs because I found that a lot of fun. So right. um, I don't know if there's a way to completely move PvP and just make it PvE, which I think was where the fun is for me, where it's cooperative and just having a good time and with your buddies, you know, low stakes, having a good time shooting the dinosaurs. I enjoyed it. It's a beautiful looking game. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if this one's going to find an audience, but being on Game Pass... I think it's 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 a smart move for Capcom because this is a new IP and being an online only type game like this, not many people are making paid um, online only games these days. I mean, the last one I think it was like Titanfall one, and they changed and made it a solo solo player game with multiplayer and things to go because they just know they didn't get the a big audience. So I don't know. I think you might like it, Mark. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I, I was looking at it on Game Pass, and I heard some mixed stuff about it. So I did want to hear your thoughts. So I, I might download it and see what it's all about. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I'll go back to it, but if someone would say, "Hey, you want to play some Xbox?" I'm like, "Sure, why not?" I'm game. Um, yeah. So it's that type of game. Um, it's it's funny because Mark, um, our guest next week, most likely we had to change some things around. So our guest most like next week will be talking about this game a lot. So I don't want to overwhelm us on Final Fantasy 16, but it's the game that has been keeping me enraptured. I think I'm like 70 to 80 percent done. So hopefully the next time we meet, I'm done with this game and I can really, you know, give my full impressions and where I'm at. And then, and then I can go back to Diablo or play something else. Um, and we'll see how that goes. But I know I'm going to be fighting with someone in my house because he's decided to start playing Final Fantasy 16 and he's behind me on the couch doing that right now. Um, So it's kind of cool to see him play it. And, uh, you know, he's been playing Destiny in his desk next to the couch. So I don't know how much he absorbed as I was playing it. Um, he would look back every once in a while while I was playing, like, and so he's like, "Yeah, I wanted to play this." So I'm like, "He he loved Final Fantasy Re- Seven Remake, so it's kind of e- interesting to see how he'll like the actual gameplay because there's no turn based or anything. It's all um, action combat with some light RPG action. So I'm really enjoying the game. I think it's great, Mark. These the biggest thing I can say is that it's it's still a little over dramatic at times. Um, but these icon battles, which are like the the old summons of Final Fantasy uh, mm-hmm. Seven, as you think about like Ifrit, which is the fire beast, um, Shiva, the ice Titan is the big rock guy. They are so Mark, I can't even explain it. It's like it's like a um, Mexican telenovela with like monsters fighting it out it is crazy and they're so compelling i'm like and a lot of it is regular gameplay but then you get your like um quick time type events they call it cinematic action Mm -hmm. which i appreciate it because they're like yeah we're I like it because it's awesome because um, there's still limitations in the gameplay of what they can do to make look, things look cool. So this is their way to do it. And they mix it in. And it's also um, it keeps you on your toes because you're like, oh, okay, it's, it's part of a cutscene now. Nope, nope. Oh, crap. <laughs> I do it right. So I, I'm really still enjoying this game. And once this is done, um, I am worried about Diablo 4, Mark, because... If you've been listening to Diablo 4, they've nerfed a lot of the classes, and that makes me scared because um, I don't know if they're going to reverse those things. I don't know if I'm going to get back to it until they've done 
getting the game where it needs to be. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I I would like to play more and I would like to beat the game. I heard the campaign's not very long. So as a minimum, that's what I'd like to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I really have to get back into that as well. But just a matter of time. And my wife keeps getting me it has gotten me back into Wordle, Mark. So Wordle oh, is still awesome. alive. Yes. And it's constantly the, uh, how did you do today? Uh, oh, have you done it yet? Oh, no. And then she taunts me. I taunt her. It's it's, it's very fun. Um, but definitely, I should play it early, earlier during the day versus going before I go to bed because I don't want to be in a bad mood because sometimes Wordle puts me in a very bad mood. It's like, really? The Wordle, Wordle sweet spot? Like, my brother and I still play it every day and, yeah. and still send back and forth uh like i got four today the the wordle sweet spot of timing is very crucial for wordle yes. i can't play wordle too early in the morning oh, okay that my brain's not awake i can't word i can't mm-hmm. think of stuff i'm like i don't know what letters are like that's when i make mistakes and i end up getting five or six uh, you know usually like my average is pretty good on like three or four mm-hmm. and i've had a uh 424 plays and I have not lost a single wordle yet. Um, I have 12 sixes. I have three ones, which is uh, pretty decent for 400. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. I've uh, never gotten a one. I might've in the past, but I lost my progress because I didn't create a count or anything. So, uh, so, you know, I don't play it every single day. Like my max streak ever is like six, 78 days in a row. And I'm, I'm currently on like a seven day streak. So it's weird for me to play on the weekends, but my brother keeps, uh, you know, sending his to me. So anytime he does, it's kind of a reminder. Be like, yeah, yeah, I got to do that. Um, but like early in the morning, man. Yeah. I can't wordle early in the morning before I wake up. It's usually an afternoon thing. Yeah. By the way, burly was one of the worst words. Burly. 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 Yeah. Who thinks of burly? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love it. Oh, well, uh, that's it. Since we don't have a guest this week, um, I thought we'd talk about some news. We don't do this all the time. And I don't get like controversial news. I typically get like, you know, what's going on, something fun. Um, so with that, Mark, uh, a, kind of an end of an era in a way. Game Pass Live with gold, with games, mm-hmm. in many ways they called it has died long live game pass core um you know what it's if it's if you had game pass live with gold still i don't know how many people still do um no change for you except you're no longer getting three games you probably didn't know existed and you didn't care about that's really it it's same cost either 10 bucks a month or 60 dollars a year hopefully you're not paying 10 dollars a month don't do that get a year um yeah, uh, yeah so now we have with this we now have four game pass tiers um we have game pass core which i mentioned is the new one it's the entry level um this is giving you online multiplayer and then um even though it has game pass in the title you're not getting the full game pass library or releases you're getting 25 high pro high quality games from game pass and they will potentially right now it's 25 at launch and they said they would add new games quarterly or every three months or something like that. I guess that's quarterly every three months. So there you go. Every four months, whatever. Uh, And then you're getting member deals and discounts. So no perks, things like that. Console hasn't changed. That is essentially game pass um, minus the online multiplayer. So you're getting, that's kind of the main difference between there. Um, 
Then PC is not changing at all. The PC is kind of like the best deal, actually, because you don't pay for online. You get everything uh, and you get EA Play. Uh, and then Ultimate yeah. is did get a price increase. So did console. They went up, oh, console went up a buck. Ultimate went up two bucks, I believe, uh, up to sixteen ninety nine in the US. I'm not sure. What is it in Canada, Mark? I can't remember. I haven't played full price for Game Pass Ultimate in a while. Either have I. Um, So, and that's the sweet spot. That's why they have core. They want people to get ultimate. That's where they want people to go because you get both multiplayer and ultimate. That's the only way you get both. Um, So that's where you would go. Um, So that's the plan Um, that is going out there. And the biggest sacrificial lamb of this mark is the deal to stack xbox live gold and get like three years of ultimate that's going away uh if you want to do that folks you have until september 15th so on the by the 14th you better bought your xbox live gold cards if they're still around at your costco do that convert it if you've got a gold count convert it go from there um, a lot of people have been just letting their ultimate expire and then redoing it again, which is crazy. I didn't know you could even do that, but they do. So oh, yeah. that's going away. So essentially at this point, find good deals on Game Pass Ultimate. I do find good deals on Game Pass Ultimate. So they're out there and that's the preferred way to go. I think I've got three years. So I think that's the max you can do. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big, big change. Uh, but yeah, I think one that's kind of been in the works like people have been kind of calling it for a while um games with gold used to be like the standard and that has really dropped in quality to be like you know uh like you said kind of like who cares are you gonna play this do you even cash it and there's been some months that i'm just like eh, i'm never gonna bother and it's just built into to ultimate right so like i it's, it's just yeah, it's a thing i do like the core is pretty good like the 25 games are 25 good games it's not like they're hurting you with a list of like 25 terrible games um for this like there's there's games like among us um doom eternal gears 5 halo uh hellblade like there's there's a bunch of good stuff there right like it's, uh, even ori and the will of the wisps like there's really good multiplayer single player like it's all good so if you're looking to save a little bit of money and still have online multiplayer and access to games, like core is a very good option that saves you a decent chunk of money every single month. If you're going month to month or whatever, but like, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely get core for a year though. It, it'll be 60 bucks. That's definitely where the money is. Don't spend 10. If you're doing that, um, you know, if your kid tell your parents, it's a good deal, mom and dad don't, you know, don't dole it out. Um, and it looks like, there's a few games that are like not um, exclusive or first party. Like Among Us is just a it's it's mm-hmm. so some of these games are not Xbox where like it's free for them anyways. Mm-hmm. Care. There are some like high profile not games that they own, which is like Human Fall, Fall Flat, which is an interesting game, which is like that's mm-hmm. not I don't know why it's in there, but maybe it's for the kids. I, I think that's what they try to do. Sprinkle games that are for everybody. Um, but yeah, it's primarily Xbox first party and there's there, you know, it's not the newest, but there are some solid games on here. So um, mm-hmm. definitely, uh, to, you know, check that out if you're interested. Um, Mark, I will say adding another tier just is never a good idea. Cause then it's just like, okay, what is it game pass, but it's not game pass. So it, it's, 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 I, I kind of wish they had just bit the bullet and said, um, we got three tiers. It's Game Pass console, Game Pass PC, and Game Pass Ultimate. And I know they're not going to pass the savings on by making it cheaper, but maybe they said we're going to we're going to have Game Pass um, for console, 
but we're going to offer an annual rate and we're going to add multiplayer to it um, and make it $120 a year. Kind of with similar to like Sony's biggest tier as well. Um, I think that would be a good move. And then if you want cloud streaming and both PC and cl- uh, console, that's what Ultimate for. It's 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 additive, but it's it's adding on features, but it's not saying you have to have one or the other. So Core, I think, is just really that um, bait to get you onto Ultimate eventually, which is fine. Um, um, it's not making it's it's you know and I don't know who liked any of those Xbox Live Gold games, and I mean Mark. I remember when Xbox Live Gold first came out, it didn't have games with gold because that was something that PlayStation brought forward with PS Plus. So that was something they added on. But back in the day, you had to have Xbox Live Gold to even access Netflix on Xbox, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. They paywalled Netflix. I'm like, how did... But no, Netflix was anywhere yeah. else. It was... Yeah. That was the only way to get Netflix on your TV at one time because there were no... Mm-hmm. Roku boxes or things like that. Um, so for them, it was smart. I mean, being at the ground floor of streaming media, which is like, who knew? I think that's my biggest problem with all of this is it feels like there's still like a foot in the past with paying for online. Yeah. Like when you look at the core versus console and it's like online console multiplayer is in core, but not in the console version. It's nine ninety nine or ten ninety nine. It's like, could you not have found some middle ground there? And I guess like the their answer is combining it to ultimate, but it just seems so stupid nowadays to like I don't know bundle that or something. And I know everyone does it, and it's you know Nintendo Online is a thing, and it's so like is what it is, but it's like. I don't know, man. There's something about it that just feels when you line them up like that, it feels archaic. It feels dumb, especially when you can then see the PC version that's like get everything. Everything ultimate, but saves you that five or six it's bucks a shit. month or whatever it is. It's literally the cheapest, yeah. PC doesn't have, you know, that that barrier to entry. So it's just it's such a weird kind of thing. And and it might be the PC in there that's breaking me. That it's yeah. like, why is that so cheap? Oh, right. You don't pay for multiplayer online. Yeah. And then it's like, it's 2023. Why are we paying for that anyway? We talked about like the PlayStation 2 network connection. And it's like, that seems so long ago and yeah. seems so weird. And you understand that they're like building this infrastructure and stuff. And like, I understand that, you know, servers aren't free and it costs to keep up these games and all that kind of stuff. But like, but PC uh, doesn't charge you. It's like, it's like this, they're not paying for it. So yeah. it's, it's kind of weird that. Yeah, it's so weird. And it's it's something to call out. And I forgot about this. The EA Play part is only an ultimate. So even in the core uh, Game Pass, yeah. if you don't get ultimate, you don't get any of the EA goodness. So that's a weird one. So it, it's an odd one. Um, yeah, I think they could have done, Mark, where they said, like, oh, it's eleven ninety nine a month for console, but we're going to give it we're going to give it a year for 100 bucks and you get everything but the cloud and the pc part and that's what you would get that for it's almost like the extra stuff so essentially this one you're paying i guess you're paying six dollars more a month for ultimate to get online in ea play so yeah it's weird i wish they would offer an annual cost like playstation at least you know as there is kind of funky but they offer the annual so you do save quite a bit of money like i think it's 120 bucks a year but if you bought it monthly it would have been 180 so um i I would hope that xbox would do that we've got no mention of mark that's the other thing uh of the family pass which i think a lot of people were excited about sharing you know five uh i think it was five game pass 
ultimate uh, memberships within a family for 25, 30 bucks a month. I don't know. I don't, it was in Ireland or was it Scotland and like a South American country where they tested out. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. Yeah. It it does. It seems weird and broken, but yeah. And they didn't take my idea, Mark. So I'm, I, I think I lost this bet because I made it my prediction that we would get a game pass cloud and it was just you would get Game Pass Game, Pla- Game Pass Cloud with online play at the entry, and that would place replace Gold, which would make more sense. It's called gameplay. Yeah, you get all Game Pass, but it's streaming. But you still get all yeah. game the Game Pass and online. So they didn't take my idea, Mark. So once again, Cloud is only on the highest end, um, which obviously kind of ties into Xbox's argument that Cloud isn't a big thing. Of course, it's not a big thing when it's your highest tier, and you know depends on your internet connection. So we'll see. Yeah, definitely. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So with that, we now move to something um, I'm actually very excited about. This is just Todd Todd's moment uh, news. So San Diego Comic Con is happening right now. Um, obviously, Hollywood is really not there. So video games are there. Other things are there. But um, they had a PlayStation um, uh, panel, and it was funny seeing Brian Intahar, who used to be a podcaster on uh, GameSpot. Oh no. One of one of them, one of the core ones, but he went on to be a big producer at Sony doing uh, Insomniac, um, working on Spider Man, which is pretty cool. And he did like the white glove unveiling of this cool custom Spider Man console with custom controller. We got a new gameplay trailer, and I think a lot of people were wondering, would we get a Spider Man custom co- console? Because we got one back in the day that was all red and white on PlayStation mm-hmm. Four. So we got this, and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want to buy a new console. This is probably going to be what five fifty because you get the game with it, but it's a beautiful, you know black with red with the uh the the symbiote tendrils coming down to the white spider it's very cool uh, they're having two editions no one edition i think it's only the disc based edition um i believe and it's very cool uh they i don't think they've announced price but yeah i would assume 550 so i'm like crap i don't want to do that but they did a surprise and i i and this reminds me back when xbox had face plates on the 360 where you would customize your xbox with these cool face plates it made your xbox feel special but they didn't it didn't it didn't click for some reason not sure why they um the face plate or the the side panels of of the playstation 5 are replaceable they've brought out four and mark they have a weird one it's like the um lebron james edition side panels it's they're really ugly they're all black and they have like some weird like graffiti but it's not cool looking so those are the ones they brought out since and i'm like well i hope they don't just focus on custom consoles i hope they do this and they did so now we're getting the same side panels you can get for the custom edition you can buy them separately i don't know how much they will be i think they're 60 for the the standard one so hopefully they maintain that price if it's an extra five bucks who cares um and they are also offering the controller separately as well i assume that would be 75 dollars yeah um everything looks amazing i love this i i love this um i know xbox has some really cool starfield controller headset um, so I'm glad to see we're getting another option on another console. Uh, the last mm-hmm. one Nintendo did was the, um, the Tears of the Kingdom, of the Kingdom. edition. Um, and I don't know if we're getting anything this fall with Super Mario RPG. 
they didn't do a Pikmin edition, so I'm not sure if if we'll see anything else from Switch, to be honest, um, on its on its last end, if they'll do anything special or not, because the games they've got tiered to come out, I don't really know if they call for a special edition, to be honest. No. Nah. Be a pro controller? Because when was the last pro controller, Mark? Oh, jeez. The Pokemon one? I think the Pokemon, yeah. Okay. Um, I could see some some... Are they doing Joy-Con or something for the new Mario game? I haven't seen anything because the is, it, is, like is, is RPG first or is it Wonder first? RPG. Okay, RPG. I haven't heard anything. I thought they just announced new Joy-Con. Like, Did they? Uh, pastel colors or something like that. With RPG I pastel. Well, you do research, um, and yeah. you can you can inform us. I don't know if it's like. Or the game, but it, yeah, pastel. There's a uh, purple, green, and then pink, yellow. I don't think they're like tied. Oh, were those the ones they announced for Easter though? Yeah, it could have been. That could have been the last set. That they, okay, they I think those are the ones they announced around Easter or post Easter yeah. or something like that. It was like, okay, cool colors. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for this, Mark. I love it. I'm gonna. I my PlayStation is not visible from where I play. But these are still pretty awesome. Uh, I don't love the white. It gets dirty. White's always a bad idea. And I have two original dual senses, so it might be time to get another one just in case they die. Um, but yeah, I love these. I'm excited for this. I already ordered the collector's edition game with the cool statue because I don't have a Spider-Man statue. So that's very exciting for me, too. I think it'll fit my glass case behind me, which you cannot see. Um, so there you go. I want more of this for everybody. And Starfield doesn't have one. Why don't they have a Starfield custom? I mean, they did the Porsche uh, Series X, which is so weird, but they don't for their biggest game probably ever they've launched. Yeah. It's a big miss. Yeah. So weird. Um, yeah. Cause can like controllers and headsets are one thing, but like you, you want that, that full box, that full, if you've been holding out or couldn't find one, cause that's still been a thing up until very recently. So if you couldn't find one, you've been holding out and you're like, you know, I don't, I know I can finally get an Xbox series X, but I'm going to get one for Starfield. Like you want that full thing in a box. You take it out. It's like, here's the Starfield console. There's a, you know, custom startup sound or something like R2D2 back in the yeah. 360 days or whatever. There's a controller, there's a headset, like the whole thing's in there and you get the game or game pass or whatever included. And it's just like ready to go. So I, yeah, I don't get it, man. It's, it's weird. I'm happy PlayStation's doing this. Hopefully it'll cause some other companies to, cause like this is badass looking and you can, the fact that you can modify an original one to kind of have that side plate like you're doing is amazing. I love that. I love modifying. Like I had a couple of different faceplates for my 360. Um, it's yeah, it's such a, an easy way to just personalize things. It's it's so good, and I know you can get like um, what's that called? Like the sticker skins or whatever. Oh, you can yeah, get. yeah. D brand I think does uh, custom tie panels too. Yeah, like you want to do that? You just want something that's easy. Click in. Um, yeah, so good, so good. I love the Spider Man stuff. If I was I'd, I'd love to get eventually get a PlayStation five. If I could come up with the money to get this one in the fall or whenever they, I'm guessing they're going to sell out super quick. Um, but 
yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit about the future of PlayStation and see what Mark's going to get, maybe. Um, that may be the current var- version we've got. Uh, but last thing I wanted to say was that the last custom Xbox we got was the Halo Infinite Series X. So it's been two years, so it's time. Uh, but I, uh, but the, with, their, with their slate of releases coming up, maybe it's Fable. I, I, don't, I don't know which game is at the level that would need to be because they didn't do it for horizon uh, the last horizon game um and that's Mm kind of like their top you know acclaimed series so um but yeah weird all right so mark we're getting into uh, you know i talked about what i'm getting this fall i don't know if mark you're getting this this fall so um i I, this is your baby so i'm gonna let you have it because i i i'm excited about this for you yeah, this is. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to be jumping into this one, but it is cool technology wise for someone that likes VR and AR and everything else. This one's kind of neat. Assassin's Creed Mirage is getting a haptic suit that's going to immerse players in combat. Uh, so, this company has released um, these kind of suits before. It's OWO, um, and you're going to be able to feel everything. So, it looks like if you google this it looks like a short sleeve t-shirt like it's it's pretty standard like it's um you know got it has the assassin's creed mirage logo on the back has the symbols on the arms has a little bit of like um you know design all over the place but like it doesn't i don't know exactly how tight these need to fit or like how they look on like i don't think they would look too too bulky or whatever but maybe they would and you know we're just kind of seeing this is a patreon stretch goal mark to get mark the haptic suit and then he's got to like parade on it and it and you know we can we can make him get even loren can like do all of the gaming and mark just gets oh that'd be great just end up dead uh yeah so basically yeah you feel what's going on in the game so if you're losing in the game you're getting little shocks all over your body or whatever where people are hitting um it's um yeah it's interesting you're gonna feel every punch stab wind gust and fall along with creepy crawly sensations of bugs crawling over your skin which is what everyone wants yes that's a selling point. Yeah, I want to feel like there are bugs crawling over my skin. That's great. Uh, here's my six hundred dollars because this thing's expensive, right? What's um, I'm trying to find out even like where you can even buy it. Um, yeah. Is it is it part of a special edition? No, I think you buy the shirt by itself. Um, the shirt's gonna function. If we can't find the price, it is going to function. Because when I first read this, I was like, this is a PC kind of thing. But it will function on PC, PS4, PlayStation 5, and the Xbox Series consoles. So um, wherever you're playing, you'll be able to feel bugs crawling over your skin and yourself getting stabbed by a bunch of angry people chasing an assassin. So if that sounds like a good time to you, uh, I know a place where you can get a shirt. Uh, for half the price, if you live in Eastern Canada or Eastern United States, uh, I will drive down to your house and actually punch and stab you while you play this game. Um, <laughs> it's a certain new OnlyFans plan, Mark. I will. Is, that's, yeah, that's it. And it's I'll come and find you. Yes. For $600, I will go to your house 
and beat the crap out of you every time you get punched in Assassin's Creed. Because I love you. That's no. it. Uh, no, <laughs> this might be Lauren's birthday gift. <laughs> By the way, I'm getting this for you, honey, to inflict damage on me. That's it. Mark- Except she's going to watch me play Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and every time I get hit, she's just going to slap me in the face. Uh, that's that's her birthday present this year. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> she's yep. on board. If you can hear that online, hopefully, folks, when you're listening to this, you can hear it. Um, Mark, uh, I, I've gone to the OO game website. I've found the site. Yeah. It's kind of cool. This is what it includes. Um, you do get a game code. So you may want to hold okay. on to your purchase, Mark, and get the game with this. Um, it yeah. comes with an OO skin, which I assume for your play. Is, he, is the character Mirage going to have an OO? Is he going to have a shirt? <laughs> um, an OO device, of course. Um, a charging cable. A storage pouch. This is the part that I'm a little confused by. Gel pads. So is this going to be like you have like like a heart monitor settings? Like you need the gel pads? You're going to have to shave yourself, Mark? That seems like a bit too intense for me to want to ever try that. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, wait, it works with Beat Saber? Oh, oh never mind. I'm in. <laughs> How many games does this support? Is this going to be one of our accessories? We look back in 20 years. <laughs> Did you? Oh, Mark. Yeah, oh, I got this. Halo Infinite, too. Oh, my God. Oh, it works with Fortnite, Halo Infinite, Super Hot, Apex, uh, League of Legends, Valorant, Rocket League. Wow, man. The, the, the amount. Nate, this of is for you, reasons. Mark. I mean, <laughs> every game Mark likes is a supported I've been making fun of this, but like, I'm seeing like Pistol Whip, Arizona Sunshine. Um. Oh shoot! There's an app as well, so you could just you can just <laughs> sit, sit and oh, hit yourself in this call Bone Lab. Oh shit! They got me looking into this thing. Oh my goodness! This is going to find other uses in other different areas. I think Mark. Uh with that uh, app, yeah, you can just constantly take gonna, hits to your pack. I got to talk to my Ubisoft Canada people. See how much they love me. Oh my god. Uh, that would be amazing. Mark, we want to have <laughs> that. Amazing. Oh, my goodness. It's, uh, it's an stuff. ask me anything. Yeah, it's like we just hit Mark. Hey, Mark, where do you want to get hit? <laughs> I, I do not think they like me that much. But uh, this is it's really, really – there's no there's no pricing announced. That's why we couldn't find pricing. But there's one of them. It's uh, I think that's that's pounds $4.99. So that's, um, that's, a, that's a spicy, pricey meatball. Probably be it's, like 25% less in U.S. funds, probably like – 400 maybe okay us dollars so mark uh you were looking at ways to spend some patreon money yep oh mercy i just um so 499 pounds is 848 dollars canadian uh ouch and that is also 642 dollars us us oh um okay yeah stretch goal Yep. There That's we the go. There we okay. Go. Yep. Well, something that won't be 649 US dollars or 850 uh, loonies um, is a Bluey game, Mark. They're making a Bluey game. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know what a Bluey game would be like, Mark. I mean, I, 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 I've been told by everybody in the sun that if you don't watch Bluey, you should be like, arrested um <laughs> as a yeah. person who doesn't have a young child i don't know that might be something you should always be arrested by but wh- what's your take no. on this mark okay first off i'm in the outright games ambassador program the rumor is that this is from outright games 
I have not seen any official news. I don't know because there's a lot of stuff in the outright ambassadors program that's like you can't really talk about this yet, but I don't know what their ruling is on like stuff that's been leaked but not announced in the group or anything. So I can say that I haven't seen anything in the group for this. The last announcements I saw were like the um, – Oh, is it the the Baby Shark game? And then there's the a new Transformers. Is it trans? Are they making a new Transformers game too? Uh, possibly that might have been announced a little while ago. Okay, I, I can't. Remember. I'm just trying to remember what I saw on through Discord. Um, so take this one with a grain of salt because I haven't seen anything. And yeah, um, a Bluey game I think could absolutely work. There's so much stuff in that game. There's like. You could go in a ton of different directions and make games about pretty much anything uh, with any of the characters. It would just, or like little individual, almost like episodes that, that could take you in different directions, have something happen at the school or daycare or have something happen in like outer space or a little fantasy world that they create or something like that, or, you know, in the house outside, whatever. Like there, there's so much stuff in this, in this show that I think could translate into a game. And I like as someone who hasn't watched like Peppa Pig or anything like that, but I have played the outright games like Peppa Pig and um, you know, Coco melon and all that kind of stuff. It absolutely like, yeah, it would definitely work as a game. Um, and for anyone like yourself that hasn't watched bluey, go watch it. It's a, it's a parenting show. It's an adult show that it doesn't matter if you have young kids or not. Like it is, it is a show for adults that kids can enjoy 100%. There are show there are episodes that I guarantee you will watch and be like, Oh yeah. Like that is, that is not like, that's not like a kid's thing. Like they're, they're doing this episode to be like, Hey parents enjoy this. Or Hey, remember when your kids were like this and now you're kind of moving into a different thing. Like, hundred percent. Like even my mom watched some episodes and she was just like, Oh wow. Yeah. hundred percent. Just like, you know, no, obviously no small kids in my mom's house, but she was just like, mm-hmm, yep. That one hit me. Uh, so yeah, go watch it. Bluey's amazing. I, I, um, I love uh, a t- entertainment that hits on multiple levels. So, um, it sounds like Bluey is that type of thing where it, it works for both. And that's what you want. You want entertainment. That's just not like horrible, and then you can enjoy with your kids. Um, the good news, Mark, is uh, the Australian. Uh, I went to their site actually. I'm on the Australian's website uh, for their classification. Um, thankfully, Mark, it's general. It's rated G. That's good. You're not going to have like um, violence or sex or anything like that. The word you're explaining your kids. like, sorry, Bluey got fixed. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm not telling my son about that. Uh, yeah, my goodness. Oh, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, but yeah, um, the the only thing that's might be, and it's funny because they do like have it on their classification. So we get this, we get like the, uh, what is it? The uh, ESRB and they have to get uh, rated and you get like, oh, in South Korea and like all these leaks, it's like Walmart gaming in Canada, they get leaks uh, and we never know if they're true. There was a Steam link. I remember a leak forever, like games were coming to Steam. And it was like this like list of laundry list of games that people have always wanted it's like ah, that can't happen and they all came true so um but the uh developer is that's rumored is called artax games and i'll be honest i'm looking at their catalog i've i've not heard of any of their games but i would say outright does take a lot of developers that are not like high tier 
and brings on their games. So, um, but it seems like their track record is pretty good of not making just trash, making stuff that works for their audiences and it's a good quality and also, um, is engaging. So that's good. That's a good sign. And, um, yeah, I hope this works out well. Cause I think it'll bring a smile to a lot of kids and a lot of parents. Yeah, for sure. All right. So now we get to the bonus round. So uh, this is going to go back to some of our conversation about hardware, accessories we've gotten, and things where we're at in the world of games today. There's a lot of rumors right now about PlayStation. Uh, We're going to get a lot more rumors about the Switch successor. And there's really nothing on Xbox in regards to hardware. Um, so it's, it's surprising. Um, so with that, Mark, um, you know, we probably, I mean, if we looked at the blue, the, the, the blueprint for last gen, we had PlayStation, Xbox launched the PS4 and Xbox one. Um, people said that generation was a little bit underpowered. Xbox one brought the connect with it, which essentially reduced power as well. Um, Xbox made the first move with the Xbox one S where they essentially re-did, reintroduced a system that was uh, added um, blue, uh, HD Blu-ray support or Ultra HD uh, Blu-ray, which was great. Uh, they made a better system. It performed better at a very good price, like 300 bucks. Great system. Um, kind of why we got an Xbox Series S, because that works so well. Um, yeah. And then um, they slowly kind of shut the door on Connect PS4, um, was highly successful, but started seeing sales decline. So three years after, they announced the PS4 Pro, uh, and then actually shortly after that, the PSVR. Nintendo, mid-generation, about three years later, about the same time, launched the Switch. And since then, Switch has gotten one iteration, the um, uh, the old, well, they got the light and then the OLED. So different variations on the high end and low end. So that's kind of where they've gone. And that was not new to Nintendo. Nintendo is typically in their handhelds, have done multiple iterations, and we've seen Slims on the major console. So that's where we're currently at um, with, the, with the hardware. So, But this gen, we have a PS5 disc system, I don't know what to call it, and a discless or digital, depending on how you want to say that. So the only difference is one disc is not. So the same hardware, everything the same. Xbox did a Series S, which was a low price entry, less RAM, less hard drive space, uh, less high performing GPU, less high performing CPU. So limited on that end to max out at 1440p, no race tracing. Xbox Series X was the Highest performing uh, console of all time, you know, no compromises, a great system, runs runs great, uh, no problems. So I would say these systems so far, doing great. I did hear about Corey Dierig, um, mentioned that his PS5 died, which is so weird because I've had mine since launch, no problems. He got a, new, a recent one, got to work. So I feel bad about that, and hopefully they'll take care of him and you won't have any problems because it's still within warranty. But other than that, this is kind of a pretty uneventful hardware generation, like, I don't see, I mean, except for drift, which everybody's controllers seem to drift. Uh, that's where we're at. So that's where we're at with the system. I, I would say everybody's doing pretty well, uh, you know, performance wise in regards to selling out. Um, you know, it's very competitive. I think this is the most competitive generation we've ever had. We don't have any losers really because everybody's doing well. They're selling out They're They're making money. They're, they're selling, you know, they're selling games. So with that mark, we are getting rumors. So um, let's start with, 
the uh, one area of rumors, which is PS5. So I'll give you these rumors really quick, and then you give me your thoughts on them. There's rumors about a PS5 Slim, where they're going to slim the system down, going to remove said disk drive, make a diskless, and offer basically one model, but you can buy, like the HD DVD, a add-on disc. So if you want digital, like you want still physical media, you can, and that'll be attached on the back. So you can buy it separately. So there will always be a solution to get discs, but it gives them the opportunity to just have one system they make. Um, that's one rumor. A PS5 Pro has been rumored as well, coming out November 2024, targeting. 4K 60 and potentially 8K, which makes me laugh because there's no 8K content. I, that's not even, it's dumb. Don't even mention 8K. Don't do that. Um, and that's really, I've heard it's better, better performing box, kind of similar to PS5 or PS4 Pro. Um, and then also the uh, Q system, the PlayStation Q device, which was shown but we didn't get a price or a date. We're hearing now that that might drop. And even Xbox said they probably, in, during the trial, the ABK trial, they said it's probably going to be less than like $350 or whatever. So that's all we know on the PlayStation. So let's start there. So Mark, with all of these rumors, do you believe any of them? I, I could picture, especially from PlayStation, a slim model. I don't know, like... Do we need pro models of these at this point? Like, I'm sure there's people that are like, I want 4K 60. I need this. I need that. And, it, you know, I've I've run into that every once in a while of like, you're in a game. Do you choose performance mode? Do you choose the quality mode? Whatever it is. Um, so, I, you know, I could, I could see an argument for that. But I think one of the big problems PlayStation has right now, especially, is the size of that darn, like, tower console right so if you're looking for something like xbox has it the s is slim it's compact it's a nice little thing if you're willing to give up the fidelity and performance that's great so i think playstation would be really really smart to come out with something that like you said you can add a disc or something like that later but like if that's just their base barrier of entry like here's a tiny little slim thing that's that's nice and runs pretty well I think that would put them on parity with what Xbox is offering. I think that's a really smart one. Um, I still think, I don't know, maybe I'm naive. I, I, yeah, I, th I would say like pro model systems are still minimum year, year and a half away. So maybe like you said, you, you did drop like November 24 on yep. that, right? Yep. I could see it then. But like, I don't think we're hearing about those this year at all. I think that's like a summer of 24 announcement and then drop in the fall. So upcoming close kind of like things I could see realistically launching fairly soon. Like my money would be more on the PlayStation 5 slim. Like, let's see. Let's see that kind of stuff. And on this Q device, so Joseph Moran, Mr. Badbit, um, PS Trophy Room, uh, there's a video circulating of like someone actually using this device in real time. Mark, the worst thing about this is they still have the plastic film on the stupid system. Drove me nuts. Bubbles, it looks horrible. Um, but the system looks just as advertised. They were touchscreen, doing all the things. Um, it, there's so little details on this price, launch date and specifically what it will do. The rumor is this will be a PS5 remote device, and that's it. 
Um, and the differentiator is the fact that it's essentially a full-on dual sense controller. So it's going to be like playing on your PlayStation with that. Um, that is problematic to a lot of people. A lot of people want a Vita. That's not going to happen again. Why would PlayStation mm-hmm. make a device where they actually have to dumb down their games? It just doesn't work. It works for Nintendo because their games can be managed at many levels, um, not for high-end, not for high-end software. It's just, it's just, I mean, Steam Deck, as, as, as good as it is, is still a mid-tier device with a 800p screen. It's not going to give you the best, so it's hard to do. So, yeah. but with that device, I think it's dead arrival if it's over 300 bucks. If it's, yeah. if it's 250 I think it might find a niche audience for people that that works for them. Like, you know, um, you know, the winner gamer, he loves to stream games. Um, and PlayStation has, has been problematic to stream their games because you need a dual sense controller to do so, or a PlayStation controller versus just using a backbone or something like that. So this might be an audience for people that are dedicated in the PlayStation console. For me, I'm a, as PlayStation as you get, I don't, I just don't understand the value because I could use my Razer Kishi. Well, I don't know if I could. I probably couldn't because you need that damn DualSense controller. That's the PlayStation putting a barrier in there. I'm not sure why. But I have used Remote Play on an iPad with my DualSense and it worked fine. So I don't yeah. know. That's enough that's for me. I usually use my, my yeah. Xbox. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I'll probably bring a controller with me because I'll have my iPad. So it's like it's very small if i want to play something on game pass like it's a very small thing to just take a controller with me um and i'm looking at like the i, I didn't know so the logitech g cloud is i think these might be canadian prices i'm not sure it's showing for me it's showing 399 um yeah that's canadian price so it was 350 at launch but i know it's been you can get it cheaper uh, or you have been able to get cheaper than that, like on launch. I'm just going to Logitech's website too. Um, it's 299 currently, so it was 350 US. It's currently 300. Brandon likes his. I know he had a problem with like one of the con- like sticks broke or something like that. So it is an all-in-one device. You can't just swap those out. But it's a full-on Android device, so you can actually play Android games. You can pretty much do everything with it. So um, if you want to stream and play some Android games, I mean. Yeah, I don't know, Mark. It's that's going to be a game. That's going to be a, I think, a niche device like the PlayStation Vita TV. If you remember that device, which was odd thing. Um, I think it's nothing more than that. I think PlayStation just wants to offer a uh, thing. I mean, Xbox could get into the same market with a with a Surface device if they wanted to, but I don't think they want to. They, they're like I, I think, partners no, they can I find. Stuff like yeah. that. Well, I mean, G Cloud. Like if you scroll down, like. Xbox is right there. It's the first logo that you see come up in the gaming yep. stream stuff. It's uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming. Game Pass is the first one. Then they list GeForce Now, Shadow yep. PC, yep. blah, blah, blah. They When it goes to remote play, Xbox. Again, first yep. thing there. Then they go to Steam Link. Um, scroll down. There's a video. It shows the first logo that you see, big Xbox Cloud Gaming. Like That's their answer. Xbox doesn't need to do anything because no Logitech's doing it for them. Like PlayStation wants to go off and manufacture their own thing. Cool. Xbox doesn't care. They've got it. Like it's right there. They don't need to worry about the R and D, the production, manufacturing, anything because it's it exists. 
it's one less thing for them to have to worry about like oh oh we oh consumer complaints about the device or pricing or selling out inventory uh sourcing they don't want to worry about that mm-hmm. it's just it's a hard enough time to just focus on the thing so yeah this could be a distraction from playstation i don't know playstation typically trips over itself when they don't need to but I'm hoping they figure this out. And if this makes people happy, great. I just don't see, unless it's like under 200 bucks, I think this is going to be on sale for under 200 bucks much later. And maybe I'll pick one up when it's super cheap, like I did the PlayStation Vita TV, and then eventually sold that too. I did kept that thing in Mark, though, because those things are going for a lot of money on, on eBay. So never sell your crap, kids, until like five years later. Then you find other collectors who are like, oh, I should have bought that. Um, so the state of PlayStation is, uh, the only thing I would say is, I think the only reason a PS5 Pro would come out is because, like I said, repeating their playbook of sales eh, kind of falter a little bit. They want to stay at a high price, but they want to get more people on board. So they offer the PS5 Pro at the same price potentially as the current PS5 with disc at 500 bucks or 550. I've heard there's rumors the PS4 PS5 Core is going to drop actually. Uh, across markets as well um which could be kind of crazy that'd be weird to do considering it was increased but xbox just increased their prices there's precedent for that we just saw with um with the the quest the quest 2 they they had a drop then they had a rise and now they have a drop again for quest 3 so there's there's precedence in the gaming space that just happened like a month ago so 100 percent, i can see that happening yeah, and, and the PS4 Pro didn't hurt PS4 games, which is great. Yeah. Essentially, it was a minimal standard, and they continued that, and the PS4 Pro got a little bit better performance, and I enjoyed that. And it gave me... I like shiny new things, Mark, so I'm that guy, kind of like you do, too. Apple devices, right? Your phone works fine, I but I need it to I be better. Xbox, I'm going to spend... Uh, I get a night. Yeah, why wouldn't I spend an extra $1,000 in a device that I really don't need, but I like it because it works. So I think this is that whole thing with why, why do people need it? Why should, you know what? I, I, I even pointed this out. I was, I'm, I've actually just bought all my parts for my new PC. They're right next to me. I'm building it. To get 4K60 on a PC, you have to buy a 1200 at least a, a $1,000 to $1,200 graphics card. So the fact that we should expect a $500 piece of equipment all in, that's only just for the graphic card and PC. you got to buy everything else to get it to do that. The fact that we think that a $500 system should be able to do the same thing is ridiculous. They, they price this thing out. We know these systems are capped, and they're always several years behind PC. Um, I think mm-hmm. the current generation is around a 2070, 2060 RTX level. I just bought a, 40, I, I just bought a RTX 4070, and that's out now. Um, it's constantly evoluting. So um, I think this is just a scenario where the reason why we need these games to play is because the games keep getting more <laughs> ambitious. And you know what? They're going to keep getting harder to do. So you can have more hardware against it, but they're never going to be like a, a billion K or whatever. So it's it's going to be interesting. I think this is just a play to people who like to get by the next greatest thing, the Uber fans. But everybody else can still buy the the normal crowd. will buy the playstation 4 the playstation 5 slim for 400 350 bucks i mean yeah i mean we see it uh but yeah it's 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 hard to know where this is gonna go so hopefully this happens and it makes gaming more affordable and you can still buy a ps5 for cheap and uh it gives people options uh especially in the digital side mark i know some people are so worried about things only going all digital so having a a disc-based option is still a good thing um so, Mark, let's get into your territory. 
I don't even know what we're calling the next Nintendo hardware. It was the what was the NX? Was that what was the rumored name when they when Nintendo revealed at least the NX? The NX was the Switch, wasn't it? That was uh, correct. The, the code name. Yeah, and they, the they actually yes. called it that in per, like they said the the NX, the next generation Nintendo yeah. device. Yes, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Switch. Let's go Switch Two for now because I don't think this Not is just going to be pro. I think this is going to be. I like the Dear Mark. Yeah. It's very French yeah, Canadian. Yeah, French. I was just going to say they're going straight French Canadian with this. Uh, I I think this is going to be. They've waited long enough that I don't think they can just do like a Switch Pro. Like I think this their Pro model was the OLED, and this is going to be two. Uh, they've confirmed so far that accounts will transfer to the Switch Two. I'm hoping that's the hint that backwards compatibility. I'm going to guess like DS to 3DS. So like. 3DS games had that little notch in them. So you could you could pop in on a 3DS, you could pop in a DS game and a 3DS game, but a 3DS game would not pop into a Nintendo DS. It doesn't fit, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, so I mean, I, I, I hope that's kind of the way that they do it or they have it, just like PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, like... I hope it's just that easy to just be like, you know what? Here's your game. If you run it on a Switch 1, it works, but it's it's dumbed down or whatever. If you run it on a Switch 2, it's great. And eventually you'll see Switch 2 only, right? It needs that power. So I, I hope that's the thing. Um, so what else have we gotten? Uh, Yves Gal- Gilmol? Uh, Gilmol. Gilmol. French. It's French. Uh, it's all French, Mark. Yeah. Yep. Nailing it. Uh, Ubisoft CEO. Uh, basically said, he said the so, uh, yeah. Uh, they were talking about uh, Mario Rabbids, um, and he he said something about like the they're working on like bumping the game up for uh, Switch Two or something like that. Um, so it's kind of an interesting like little leak that way. Um, he said some we were too early. We should have waited for switch to or something like that. So, um, yeah, interesting little, um, admittance there, I guess, uh, or, or slip, uh, I suppose. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I don't know what else they want to do with another switch. I'm really hoping they keep the same kind of form factor as far as like this thing can dock into something or you can take it with you take or leave the Joy-Con. I don't really care if everything looks like a Switch Lite at this point. Cool. But um, that's kind of what, what I'm hoping is, is they just kind of like keep everything, bump up the specs, 3DS to DS. That's the, the, the kind of thing, but like without the 3D gimmick. So I'm thinking like DS to like a new 2DS XL is, is what I have in my mind. Um, is there anything like compelling for you, a, a Nintendo adjacent fan? What 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 they could do with a, a two? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm perfectly fine with the form factor, but Mark, as you know, I want to throw those Joy Cons in the garbage. So I would be happy if this went to a com- a completely like a a, a light format. Like as all in, just the all in, not needing Joy Cons, but make them obviously more like a Pro Con. So it's like it's like more manageable. Joy Cons could work with it, like 
just had you had you know we remote pro control or we worked with the 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 Wii U. I don't know if that muddies the water. Then yeah. people are like, oh, I don't know. You don't want to confuse people. So maybe the maybe getting away from the Joy Cons is a smart move. Um, and if you want to use the Joy Cons in the future, they don't mention that. But then you can like put them in like the dog thing and use them as that or you could use them separately if needed but i think getting away from that type of thing so people don't confuse it with it being just an upgrade or a a thing i think keeping uh dockable is great having it all in one to make it more comfortable would be the next step um but i think what they also need to do mark is go to an ssd because we're spoiled Mm -hmm. now and the eShop runs like a dog um, game load times, even though those carts are fine. And even though yeah. your, your hard drive is fine on the Switch, it's faster than a regular uh, hard drive. It's still not fast. And at times, those load times get slower. So I'd like to see an SSD. And the Steam Deck runs with a small SSD. And they're small. They're tiny. One gig is like... I think 60 bucks if you bought one for yourself. So it's a cheap solution. Um, and I would love to see that. So I would love to see all of those modern things that could make it a better system, um, maintain the form factor. Cause I think it's a perfect form factor. I mean, it's great except for the joy con like ergonomics and controls, but I think it's great. And to your point, the cartridge thing, how do you figure that out? Yeah. Make the little lip from the 3ds. So I don't think there's much more to do. And I think Mark, what you could do, and this is kind of weird, but because I think Nintendo feels like, well, if we have to do something, we have to do something crazy and weird. Here's Labo. Enjoy. Um, right. What if they said they put a camera in? Go back to like an AR experience. Yeah, that's great. They, like when they it's portable, with that, um, the camera. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm in. And, and then they say this. Oh, by the way, your switch is now a secondary controller for the like a switch light or a switch is a secondary controller. So you could play some of those games that failed on wii u bring back nintendo land like nintendo land plus or whatever i think that could be a really cool approach to say hey we know we've got 150 million switches out there bring them with you but you're gonna need a new system but it's even better with those so people don't feel like they're left out to dry but if anybody feels like switch is abandoning anybody the 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 library of the switch is probably the strongest library of nintendo has ever had and people will still be able to access that library if they own a Switch for years to come. And if it's forward compatible, comes comes to, because I don't think there will be much that would be missed, except for maybe Labo, um, Ring Fit. They may have to figure out another way to do that. But Joy-Cons could be sold for that, or they could come up with something else. Going but I don't think there's much that would be off the table if they eliminated the Joy-Cons and things like that. I think it would be like 99.2% of all games on Switch will work on your new system. I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, and Mark, you want to you put a line in the sand saying when this thing is going to come out? Oh, an Xbox uh, Series Series Y? Nope, no, the Switch. The Switch, duh. Oh, the Switch? Uh, Switch 2 is early, early 2024. We're okay. getting an announcement shortly after New Year's, I think. Is they're they're waiting for the holiday to 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 sell the switch, sell the games. They're going to bundle something with the Mario Kart Eight again, and some Mario games and whatever. Uh, they're going to sell the crap out of those as long as they can. They've announced a bunch of Switch games, so we know we're getting support. But I think we're getting an announcement. Like, I'd be surprised if it happens later than like February. 
I agree with you. I, that's what I want to happen, Mark, because I want it to be where all of the hardcore can get a Switch in the spring. Yeah. And so when holiday comes around, then everybody else can get theirs. They build up supply. I don't want them to launch in November. And then it's like, oh, the holiday's ruined because Jimmy didn't get a Switch because, you know, I don't. I, I hope Nintendo realized there's value in launching at a quiet time and they can own the gaming, you know, media for you know, six months to a year and they played it perfectly last time. Why wouldn't they repeat that? It's weird to just do something different just because you want to be different versus, you know, do be different because you think it's a, a real reason. So I agree. I hope they do that. Yeah. Um, so yes, then we get into the last uh, player in this market, Xbox series X and S currently uh, are around. Um, I think 300 and 500 are the prices, although there's a new Series S coming out that is $350, which is the only thing changed. It's black and comes with an extra 500 gigabytes. So you get extra, you get a terabyte for 350 So that is the current state. Um, and that's really with Xbox. They haven't talked about doing anything different. Last gen, they did do a 1X. We talked about the mm. S. So the only thing different this generation, Mark, is Xbox is in a weird space because they're already seeing issues with doing parody of launches on the S and the X. We heard about um, Baldur's Gate 3. They're not launching that game because they said it has to have the same features on both consoles, which would be split screen. And the developers saying, we can't get split screen to work on S. So X, isn't, X is not going to come out. If they if they play the same hand, we could get an Xbox Series something that's higher performance. But now they have to deal with three different specifications, and one is already on the low end. Um, I worry about that because they essentially launched with a base and a pro with those models. Nobody else has done that. Nobody said here's two systems and one is significantly weaker. So Xbox set a precedent that might be harming them. Uh, that I would be, I don't know how they would play that off because would they say, oh, Series S no longer has to maintain that? You'll get games, but they might be lesser, but you'll at least get them still. 1080p, 30, something like that. It's good enough. And then the X, which was supposed to be the highest end thing, it won't give you the best things. And then, so I don't know. I, I, how would you play that out, Mark? I mean, does it make sense? I, I could see a new mid tier for Xbox. I could see something replacing, like, I think they're looking at the X as their pro. So I think, what what do you do to make up for that? You make a new mid-tier. You make, so right now, if they're thinking that the Xbox Series S is the, the entry model, the barrier, you put something else in the middle, you, you know, you just hit something in there that kind of almost matches everything you could have feature parity between that and the x but maybe you do knock it down to still it's 1080p it's this but like where the s is missing some of the ram and some of those kind of things that make those features harder like make the guts of this thing basically the same as an xbox series x but dumb enough down so like it doesn't have the fidelity it doesn't have a couple of things that are just missing enough to make it like you know that justified middle tier but i i I think yeah that that could start biting them I, i i think the the series s missing some of that stuff the ram especially in the you know 
just the, those kind of capabilities. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's going to start to bite them eventually. So I think you need a mid tier that slowly becomes like the entry tier. And then the series S is just kind of like, Oh yeah, remember that? That was fun. But now we're kind of moving on. Like it, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's going to be a weird bump for Xbox. Yeah, that's I, I would hate to be those marketers because then how do they explain the value of that system? How do they and then developers now say, okay, we have to support S? What does that mean? Oh my goodness. Now that's like our low end spec from three years ago. Um uh, I think they could get rid of that secretly, but I, I think it'd be like a under the radar thing until people started picking it up, like news places started picking it up and just been like, Hey, Holy crap. Xbox just got rid of their verbiage that said, you know, you have to support the series S like, I think that could be, especially if they had a mid tier, like I think, Oh, you have to support the mid tier and the X, but like, Oh, Oh, they just changed that. It doesn't say S anymore. Like we're going to see games will not work on series S like I think they could start to do that, but I think they'll do it in a sneaky way that it just kind of like slides under yeah. the radar. Yeah, I, and I when think they notice yeah. have you know Phil put out something like, "Hey, we want to deliver the best games," and the developers are saying that like they need this. We have two great barriers to entry, and you can still play most of our first party games on a Series S. So hopefully, you'll still enjoy that system for a while. But if the developers are saying that they need this more power. We don't want to say we wouldn't want to turn them away. So here's what we're doing. Like, you know, I, I, Phil could kind of spin that. I think if anyone can, it's going to be that kind of wording from Phil. It's like, we just want to give developers the tools they need to give you the best games that they can. So we're changing what we do and, and you know, everything that we do is still going to support the S, but some developers just need more power. Yeah, you'd like to be almost like there was an old uh, movie back in the day called Crazy People, where it was basically marketers actually went to people. Um, and this movie is probably not that PC now, but they went to mentally ill people to come up with advertising campaigns, and they were bluntly honest. That was their that was their thing. Like Volvo, they're boxy, but they're safe. Not sexy. It was just like they were blunt. And I'm wondering if they could just if they could just take that tack to say, hey, we launched the S, we realize um, it's not going to be able to, you know, we have to be honest to say it may hold back the X, even though they said it won't hold back the X. We can just do these things. We know there's things that the S will not be able to be capable of based on the cadence of performance, things like that. So um, we will be sunsetting um, that system, introducing a new system that will be more capable, but still an affordable price point for those going forward. S should still see a long, uh, you know, support for new games, everything. But for the for for you know the more demanding games, we are going to uh, introduce a more cap uh, more capable system, but still at that value price. And they call it system V or series V mark value. Yay. Tons of marketer heart. Um, And and so then to your point, they could keep access still the tier, but then secretly have a system for the masses Mm -hmm. that still doesn't have to worry about not, uh, not holding back the X because they could do that. Cause we saw that with, what is it? The uh, iPhone uh, SE 
which essentially had like great hardware, old form factor. That's the one my wife has because she doesn't want a big screen, but it's got like the same guts as like the most recent stuff. It doesn't have all the, the bells and whistles, but it's still, it's going to still run all your apps for years to come. Um, and that could be a thing. And I, I could also see a mark. Um, this is when they introduced their streaming dongle to say, by the way, mm. you, if you just want to get on board uh, with Xbox and you don't want uh, hot, to pay a lot for a console that will do all your streaming, but also play your games, hook up to any TV, go where you go. Here's the Xbox. I don't even, it, they took away the ass for stream, which, you know, well, they and that, but that, that could be their spin, right? That yeah. could be their spin with this is if you want to run this on an Xbox series S you need to play the cloud version. Cloud, Yeah. Right. Like it will still run on your hardware, but you need to play the cloud version because that's what, you know, we need this extra power that our servers can provide, blah, 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 blah. Well, like that could be their entry for like, Hey, you can still play this, but you know, same as like, Hey, you can play this on switch, but like it's resident evil seven, but it's streaming only. Yeah. 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 And by the way, hey, Game Pass Ultimate has cloud streaming here. Pay seventeen dollars a month. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 a way to do these things that you know you can be honest and you can advance gaming to where it needs to be. But I mean, uh, yeah, I, and I would hope that we're in a place now with Unreal Engine five finally coming out. We'll see games, and especially after coming out of COVID and all this, we'll see games not being held back because of you know, uh, the limitation of whatever of last gen, but we'll see them really make these games per unless the developers want to do something like Starfield. They're saying we want it to be 4k 30. That's fine. Mm. We'll, we'll go from there. So, um, so with all of these things, uh, Mark, I don't know if we've solved anything, but I think it's fun to talk about these things in a very intriguing fashion. Um, mm. But I'm guessing I probably did lose a couple predictions along the way. Um, and I know um, Sean Nias is listening right now thinking, why aren't we getting a PS5 Pro this fall because of PSVR 2? We just need people to talk about PSVR 2. <laughs> that system needs some help and some love. And there's games coming out for it. But man, oh man, Mark, I don't know. Um, I hope it does well. But any any other like weird, like like any out of left field, like hardware console thoughts you have let in this you know as we wrap up i honestly i think xbox is just holding out until cloud streaming like i don't think they care about this generation to be honest like they hope this is probably the last generation that they really need to push hardware um because they they just want xbox on everything they just want it streaming they want it built in as soon as you fire up your tv they just want the xbox app there and they're they're waiting for that like i yeah, I, I think they're just kind of riding this out. So, like, if anyone has the least to gain from new hardware, I think it's Xbox. Like, they just they just want the acquisitions. They want the technology to catch up, and they just want to be like, you know, play Xbox anywhere. We really don't care anymore. Yeah, it, it, I mean, a lot of people thought they played the hardware game right. They had brought in a system that's three hundred bucks and a five hundred system, and it hasn't really helped them in the sales. I mean, obviously, I think the S has helped them stay afloat, but it really has that. Like, just pushing more hardware is just not going to solve anyone's problems right now. It's all about the games and where people are playing. And um, as of right now, Nintendo has the least powerful hardware, and every game they put out, Kirby is selling like a billion copies. Mark. 
<laughs> that's probably the budget of like i don't know the the recent crash four game i mean it's just crazy so it really doesn't really even matter i mean it just put out systems people can play and make the games fun um you know is all i can say at this point make a bluey game yep. folks you'll have like you'll sell like a billion copies to every parent you know and we'll be going forward so yep Awesome. Well, folks, hopefully you enjoyed our view into the future of gaming. Uh, hopefully we'll hear something new. I'm hearing rumors about potentially a PlayStation uh, conference in August. I'm hearing something about, you know, Nintendo maybe in September. In August, you know, Xbox is going to be at Gamescom. So they might have something. And they're very excited about being there. So we'll see if they have like, maybe they're making like a uh, bratwurst themed Xbox. We don't know. It's Germany. We'll see. Yeah. So, um, if there's anything you heard that you wanted to comment on, please let us know in our Discord, on Twitter, um, in um, our Facebook group. We still are there. We don't show up very often, but we're there. Uh, Mark's on thread, so um, yell at him there, and we'll see what happens. Uh, and we would love your input as always. So, Mark, with that, we are done. Tell people where they can find you on the interwebs. You can find me everywhere. Like Todd said, Threads, Instagram, or my, my two mains, as well as our Discord channel, uh, at the underscore Canardian. Excellent. And um, we have set up a uh, Instagram and Threads account for Secret Friends You. We're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm trying to <laughs> navigate through like the Nicki Minaj posts on Threads, Mark, because it's very, Threads is still in its infancy of like getting to the right people. So um, if you want to friend us, follow us, go to Threads. We're there. Um, and we're also on Instagram, so I try to find photos to put out there that makes it fun for everyone. Um, for myself, though, Twitter, I am on Threads as well, and uh, part of our Discord group go there. And also check out our Patreon; it's a lot of great stuff is there. Uh, more new things to come, and uh, we've always got new content coming. And I'm very excited for Merck's long-awaited uh, show because it's going to be a hoot when you hear it. Yeah. Excellent. So with that, folks, we are done with this journey into the world of video games. Thank you, Mark. And remember, as always, it's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.